0: What it is, people, what it is, people, what it is It is your boy, Dubs in the Building And welcome back again On my 32 teams in 32 days Today, on the 6th episode of The Analysts Where you can catch me on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio And any episode you didn't catch there You can check out my Facebook like page at Dubs in the Building and uh, my TikToks at Dubs in the Building twenty four. My IG, I think it's dubs in the building. But yeah, man, today we got a pretty dope episode. We're gonna talk about the Baltimore Ravens. Oh, the Baltimore Ravens. They finished the season. It's number one team in the whole NFL. Thirteen and four. Went through And uh, I want to say this was a very impressive, scary team. From that offense to that fast defense, wow. Uh, Lamar Jackson finished with 3,678 yards, 24 TDs on the season. He also was their leading rusher with 821 yards and five touchdowns on the season. Um, Baltimore Ravens had the most impressive uh you could say wins in that whole league that I ain't seen in a long time. They beat ten teams last year. There were over five hundred. Ten teams from beating the Texans in week one to beating the Colts to beating the Steelers. Beating the Lions uh, I'm trying to think. Does the Seahawks have? A, I want to say the Seahawks. They beat. They beat. Did they beat the Browns? Yeah. Hold on. Let me redo it. So the Texas Colts Browns, Texas Colts Browns, Steelers, Lions. They beat the Rams, the Jags, 49ers, Dolphins. That's ten teams. Ten teams. Winning records over 500. Now, they didn't have the most impressive running game. They only averaged 213.8 yards a game. But they were first in rushing with 156.5 rushing yards a game. And giving up only 16.5 on defense. That's first. Um. Uh, this team, I thought for a fact, Was going to go to the Super Bowl. And they was going to dominate. This looked like. The year. Lamar was going to get his ring. He got the MVP. The defense was there. He finally. Figured out. How to get certain guys the ball. Um, Like. Zay Flowers first round pick he played well Um, he was balling out Um, he did have some key injuries losing J.K. Dobbins early in the season then they found a Jim and Keaton Mitchell who played pretty well Um, then Gus Edwards played very well um, running the ball they also had help with uh, what was the other guy's name? I think his name is, is it Justin? Is it Justin? Come on. Let's see. Justice Hill, he played decent in certain roles. Um, But this Ravens team was lights out. When I tell you, if they got up on you early, oh, they was looking to get this game over with and be done with they was not playing around with nobody punishing teams like god like this team was putting up so much impressive stats or wins and even the points total like they averaged 28.4 points a game I was fourth in the league like you can go from when they beat the Texans 25 to 9 they beat the Browns in week 4 28 to 3 they beat the Lions. Lions came into Baltimore, and they punished them when they got off the bus. 38-6. Destroyed Seattle, 37-3 at home. They had put up 37 on the Rams, but that was a very good game. That was a classic game, actually. They put up 33 on the 49ers. Only lit up seven points to the Jaguars. Put up fifty six on the Dolphins, the Red Hot Dolphins. I thought they had it all. <sighs> Until they ran into that Buzzsaw, um, the Kansas City Chiefs in that championship game. Now, they did beat the Texans very convincingly, um, thirty four to ten. Um Uh they did handle that business, but the Chiefs in that game, they brought their defense and then that man Patrick Mahomes was just something different. Um he was doing his thing. Uh Lamar really couldn't get into a rhythm at defense. I mean they held him to seventeen. It just the offense really couldn't get going. Nobody really was open. Uh Chiefs like, like I've said, and even in that Super Bowl and uh, them other games when they played the Bills, the Dolphins, they they know how to stop what you're going to be good at. And they knew for a fact the Ravens were going to try to run it at them, and they were not giving up nothing their whole game. And they dared Lamar to find somebody open. And there was really no one <laughs> open. Like, how you going to throw it on Ladarius Darius Sneed Trent McDuffie, you got Chris Jones in the middle. It was creating pressure. Um, the like that, this it, it sucked because I picked the Ravens to win that game. Because if they would have sold the 49ers, they would have did what they did. I think it was 2012, 2013 when they played Colin Kaepernick. They would have won that game. The Ravens would have got another ring. um but there's a lot of things they got to figure out going into this off season a lot of question marks the big one will be running back because uh with JK dobbins getting hurt these last couple seasons I think the the patient level for them is running real thin and it sucks because he was a great player coming out of Ohio State, but he just hasn't really stayed healthy enough that you could be like, oh, I'm going to bring him back and give him a contract because it's a risk, and it's, it's terrible to say about a player, but you can see that with the NBA or MLB and stuff. Like, if certain guys get hurt too much and too often, then teams don't look at you as reliable. They just be like, nah can't do nothing with you. We want to let you go. Wish you the best, but we can't do nothing with you. But he ain't the only one on that roster that's uh a free agent as far as running back. Gus Edwards. That that uh that guy, he played pretty well last season, especially filling in even once Keaton got hurt cuz he came on late in the season. Gus Edwards was that red zone like, all right, I'm about to I'm about to handle this. And that's what he normally does, but he almost had himself a 1,000-yard rush this season. He had 198 carries, 810 yards, 4.1 yards, a run, six. No, he had 13 touchdowns. Like like Gus Edwards is that guy, second on the team behind Lamar, only by 11 yards. Um, I think they definitely need to bring him back because he's he stayed there for a while now. I think like 3 years I want to say 3 or 4 years so I would definitely bring Gus Edwards back because if you got Keaton Mitchell you're going to need someone that's going to compliment him and and everything and stuff and uh, he's played very well putting up TDs he gets those uh, crucial third and threes or fourth and twos and stuff or goal lines so he's definitely played pretty well but but J.K. Dobbins, yeah, they might have to just cut that loose because they still got Justice Hill. uh, Melvin Gordon, they probably have to think about if they want to keep him, they'll probably cut him. Um, They do have Dalvin Cook they got to think about. They might let him. They might try to bring him back. That would be nice. That would be crazy. Dalvin Cook, full year. You got Gusman playing behind him. Then Keaton can play in certain packages. Crazy. That would be crazy. But, that's yet to be seen. As far as at their receiver position, um, aside from Zay Flowers, who has 77 receptions, 858 yards, five touchdowns, 11.1 yards to catch, it was a massive drop off on who else was gonna help him. Aside from Mark Andrews getting hurt in the season, he did Um, get Lamar did get some help with Isaiah. Likely, he stepped up in his absence since with 30 receptions, 411 yards, five touchdowns, 13.7 yards to catch. He did step up. So, if hopefully, I don't think Andrew's contract is coming up, I think he got a deal already. Um, having both of those, those two. Titans right there, it's a mismatch. You got a more athletic tight end and you got that other tight ends gonna sit right in the zone or and be physical and catch every pass that's been Lamar's favorite receiver every season. It's gonna be pretty nice. Now, the thing they gotta figure out is like as far as far as receiver, you need something now. You need another receiver. Like, you gotta really start thinking about like Who's really going to compliment Zay Flowers? Like, I think Odell signed a two-year contract. He has a player option. Um, he played decent at times. He did make some key catches. It just still felt like he didn't have his footing um, on the field. He did have 35 exceptions, 568, 565 yards, 16.1 yards of catch, three TDs. It just seemed like when he was playing against more physical corners, they had the advantage over him. He's older now, so he's not really getting off his brakes like he used to. Um, then you had Nelson Aguilar. He played. Nah. I really, I really would have thought Rashad Bateman would have played better throughout the season. I think it might have hurt his development with Zay Flowers being the starter. Um, Rashad Bateman is a good. We see I think they really need a, a real number two and go with them. Maybe put Bateman on the outside, put Flowers on the inside, and you get another receiver that plays the outside. Um, like Devin DuVernay, he could have helped out, but he really is more on the punt returner side of things, so he didn't really do much this season. He really wasn't getting any looks. Um, so as far as their offense, yeah, they just got to figure out with the Dalvin Cook thing, if they brought him back for a one-year deal or a two-year deal, I'm not sure. Um, but they definitely need a running back, because your quarterback can't be the leading rusher on your team every single year. It can't. You can't. You'll run him into the ground, even with his massive contract, and he'll get burnt out, or he might suffer a serious injury, and it's getting tear that team up because those last two seasons Lamar had ankle injuries and um, you're going to need your quarterback to play every game he did get sacked 37 times in the season so teams were bringing the pressure bringing the heat at times when he was holding it a little bit too long um, but they definitely need a running back and another receiver to go outside the tight end position is fine um, their offensive line is pretty good. They can block. Um, they definitely probably one of the best in the league if they have the best rushing um numbers in that whole league. So we'll see how that goes. On the defensive side, like I bet you that was a fast defense, a scary defense. Most teams ain't wanna see this defense, especially when they be at home in their purple jersey, they all black. They look like they was ready for a fight. And it was like, they saw what happened last year, and they knew there were certain things that were wrong in that corner position. And with uh, Marlon Humphreys, he only played 10 games this season. He did face a lot of injuries. He had other guys definitely step up in his place and definitely played pretty well. Um... and uh we'll see um that we'll see if they try to stick with certain corners on their team um i know ronald darby's an unrestricted free agent um you got rock yassin he's an unrestricted free agent you got Geno Stone their safety he's going to be an unrestricted free agent who played very well led them in interceptions this past off season uh past season um let's see anybody else that's yeah that's the only ones I see um they definitely need to bring Geno Stone back cuz he played very well yeah 44 solo tackles 68 all together like i said he did have seven picks because um, outside of him, the only person that really was getting any interceptions was Kyle Hamilton, and he had four. Um, So having Dino Stone really step up, like, that was huge for them because ain't nobody really trying to throw it deep when Kyle and Dino was on the field. Kyle, fresh out of Notre Dame, it's his second year, and he definitely emerged as a pro bowler and a star in this league. And um, I knew when I saw the schedule and the Dolphins had to play the Ravens in Baltimore, I had this fear. I was just like, I hope when the Dolphins played on that second to the last game of the season that the Ravens are not that same team and they're struggling. And, whew, that team, I'm telling you, was <laughs> must-see, <laughs> shut down. And the two guys I really want to talk about and highlight on that defense they, they were their best players was Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. Roquan Smith had 84 tackles, 158 total. In general, Patrick Queen had 84 solo tackles also, 133 tackles. He had 3.5 sacks. Roquan had 1.5. Um, they both had a pick. Uh, but... When I talk about some game-changers, sideline-to-sideline side line, linebackers, you talk about, like, some old-school, like, you watching Ray Lewis or Brian Urlacher, Patrick Willis, uh, Luke Keegly, um, You looking for those type of linebackers? Fred Warner, like, those ones that cover the field, they dare you to throw it their way, or they dare you to throw into this window you think you see because somebody's going to get popped. And it was so obvious in that Dolphins game when I was watching it that Tua could not find nobody open. Like the thing that they messed up on because Roquan wasn't there in that week two game when they played the Dolphins that season before, that middle was not open. Every time he tried to find somebody, somebody was going to get rocked. (laughs) Like, yeah, somebody was going to get popped really hard. And they was going to feel it where they was going to come out that game. And the Ravens did that all season. They didn't care who they was playing. They didn't care if it was in their stadium or on the road. They was going to dominate. And just from those guys I brought up, even Brandon Stevens played well. He had 57 total tackles. Their corner, he was their best corner on the field. Most reliable and healthy. Like, he played well and stuff. Like, Justin Matabuke, he had 38 solo tackles, 68 all together. Um, he had 13 sacks. Davian Clowney had nine and a half sacks. Um, Matabuke, he's a free agent right now. They're ranking him like on the team like second, but like he's like six right now. Like you talking about 60 free agents in the NFL. Ravens are going to have to dish out some bread. I'm going to have to tell you. And the only guys I'll really just give money to is Patrick Queen, Justin Matabuke. I'll give Kevin Zeitler, their guard, and John Simpson the contract. Um, I'll figure out something with Jadavian Clowney. Maybe you can get him on a one-year deal or a two-year deal, and that second year be player option. Geno Stone, you're going to have to give him real money. Uh... Everyone else is just, like, it's, it's a toss-up. Like, you could bring Tyler Huntley back to back up Lamar Jackson, but you could be fine with what you have now. Um, I, like, those guys I mentioned, um, Gus Edwards, you want going to have to give him something decent. You, you know, like, the running back market is already pretty, it's not favorable for anybody as far as getting that money again big contracts and it sucks because when these guys are coming out to draft and they go into teams they know for a fact it's 4 years and you better understand and figure out what's your next move cuz these teams ain't going to give you what you think and uh you're going to have to be versatile and you got to prove that you are every down back to get those type of money but I know for a fact um They'll probably get something decent, something within their ballpark. But it's a lot that the Ravens are gonna have to muster up, and if they not, if they over the cap, it's gonna, it's gonna hurt them and stuff. Uh, so I'm hoping Ravens figure something out, because I feel like their championship window has opened up immensely now. Like if you bring in some, bring back certain guys, you keep that nucleus. You get Lamar another receiver to throw to, maybe a speed guy or another guy that can stretch the field. This Ravens team could be, like, third favorite to win the Super Bowl this coming season because they're that nice. They should never be overlooked. Like like I said, like, you get another running back, so Lamar don't have to run it like that and stuff. You get it, Or if you really let Dalvin Cook do what he's supposed to do, Super Bowl team, man. Super Bowl. a Super Bowl bust with the Ravens. They're right behind the Chiefs in the AFC. I'm calling it now. It's Chiefs, Ravens. Now, there's going to be other teams I'm going to be talking about. About this whole 32 teams in 32 days. There's, there's another team that's going to probably have to make some tough choices and tough decisions, but they're right there behind them. And I ain't going to be sitting there and being biased and be like, oh, it's probably the Dolphins. That's that's probably who he's talking about. It ain't even them. Dolphins the are probably like the fifth best team in ALC. When I get to them, there's there's like three, two other teams that's ahead of them, and I'm gonna address one of them. Uh, I want to say this week, and then next week, when I talk about, when I start getting into other teams, you'll you'll know who that. 3rd and 4th team 3rd team is or 4th team is um that didn't even make the playoffs didn't even make the playoffs so i like i like the ravens i've always had high um i guess you could say high thoughts about them and great respect for them i never really i don't have no i don't I don't ever disrespect the Ravens, like, unless they have bad games. Like, Lamar's my favorite player in the league. The Ravens are just nice. When they were that all black, you know they're coming to bring the business. This team, like I said, their defense was top five in the league, scariest. I'd probably say they was the best defense in the whole league, aside from the Chiefs. Like, you wasn't going to run on them, you wasn't going to throw it deep, you wasn't even going to have that much time in the pocket. To be honest with you, your old line can't hold up. Trust me, they was they was coming after you. Somebody was going to be running free. Kyle Hamilton or Ray Kwan or Patrick Queen, like Geno Stone. Somebody was going to come after you and get you. You get a healthy Marlon Humphreys back. You get him another corner to compliment him. Maybe, um, maybe Brandon Stevens is their number two, and he stays that way. Um even Marcus Williams was balling out this past season. Like, so many names. Michael Pierce played well this season. Like, come on, man. Like, if they can find a way to bring Kyle Van Noy back, who played complimentary at times behind Roquan and Patrick Queen. Like, so many names. They got, you got Owe, their defensive end. He had five sacks on the season. You get him back. Oh. <laughs> Uh, well, you, they, he's on the rookie contract, but if he steps up even more, pfft, crazy. Baltimore Ravens, mark of my words, if they won 13 this year, they either win 13 or 14 next year if they bring back key pieces. They can't let certain teams snatch Patrick Queen. Because at first it was almost going to look like Patrick Queen wasn't going to look like a valuable pick when they drafted him and he started to show it the last two seasons. Now he's starting to get it. So if I'm the Ravens, I pay him whatever you asking for long as it ain't hurting the team. And it's like what I mentioned with the Niners. I said, uh, when certain teams have certain windows and you know what they're stacked up with, it's going to come back and bite you. If you don't win a ring in that, in that window, You're going to lose key pieces And other teams want to get them Those bad teams or teams that's rebuilding And they're going to become even bigger stars So it's very crucial They already got the quarterback thing out the way You got Lamar Jackson good for Next four years He's getting his money Now you got to make sure other positions are straight Wilquan is your quarterback on defense I'm sure he wants Patrick Queen to come back I got high hopes for them now tomorrow um, on our, on my 32 teams and 32 t- 32 days I talk to Houston Texans. We talk about that rookie of the Year CJ Stroud. What do the Texans need to make themselves even better? What do they need? Do they need do they need another receiver? or are they good at, with their young guys with Tank Dell Nico Collins? Um, what what do they need to figure out with the running back position? Cause they didn't really play Damian Pierce that much. They played more Devin Singletary. Um, on defense, are they missing something at corner? Or they do they need a little bit more out of their tackle position, linebacker position? Do they need some? Uh, how far are they from being a legit contender? And the AFC. That's to be shown. But that's on the next episode and stuff. I appreciate everyone checking out the episode. Like I said, Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio for the podcast. I'm going to be on it every single day until I get to number one, the Chicago Bears. Um, like, I got the Texans, then the Packers, the Bills buccaneers on friday stay tuned like i said follow me on all my platforms i am on it if you want to be on the podcast and i'm talking about your team set it up let's get this thing popping i'm your boy dubs in the building y'all have yourself a good rest of your day i am gone. peace